is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Crypto Marketing Show. I'm Ty Smith. With me is Liz. Uh, today, we are going into earned media versus paid media. Uh, so we are going to discuss the differences between um, PR issued through a newswire, PR is issued directly on a, web, a crypto website, um, and then organic coverage. Uh, the differences between them, uh, the function each of them serves, and then we'll touch a little bit on the SEO-specific information for each of them. Um, so let's first dive into uh, PRs issued directly on crypto websites. So you're probably familiar with it if, if you're involved in the marketing space in crypto. Uh, pretty straightforward concept. You go to a crypto blog, let's say, or a news source. Um, you pay them X amount of money, uh, and then they publish a press release on you. So it'll typically say press release on the top of the article. Um, it's content that you wrote, not, not the company usually. And that's, you know, that's paid PR in the world of crypto. As far as function that that serves um, and what differentiates that from the other items on our list, uh, it's very quick because, again, it's paid. There's really not a whole lot of um, work that goes into it other than just paying and then issuing your release. You get a, a good name, ideally, uh, that you're publishing with to talk about you. Um, and it's mm -hmm. great for if you have investors or a community uh, that wants to see constant kind of growth or people talking about your project. Um, it's good for that because you can say, look, we were featured on I don't know, Cointelegraph or Coindesk or wherever. Uh, that's, you know, in a nutshell, PR, paid PR uh, in the realm of, of crypto. So that's number one. Um, number two is PRs, press releases issued via wires so things like access wire pr newswire um i mean there's tons what other ones are there right now what are the big ones cision but they're i think they own pr newswire uh but it's a it's a it's a separate branch um not totally sure how they're structured now but they have they have crazy distribution from all the different places that they've acquired over the past couple years yeah cision's massive in the world of of pr mm-hmm and PR Newswire, I believe, is the brand that, that they're like on there, which is technically their wire. Um, mm -hmm. But the way that the way that works is typically it's like a, either you pay per release or you pay for a subscription or you're going through an agency that's paying for a subscription. PR is written. It's usually pretty dry as far as the content goes. It's not really for like mass audience reading. It's more typically for like people that are um, like journalists and things like that. that mm -hmm. are already in Looking the media for space. coverage. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of mm -hmm. it's kind of like a bone dry version of like our company did this and we're announcing yeah. it to the world. Um, that is one of the first steps in like how a PR agency works. It's typically like a, like that's, you know, the whole communication strategy goes into building out those press releases and then issuing them via the wire. The wires will then syndicate to, you know, sometimes dozens, sometimes hundreds, sometimes thousands of websites across the Internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it really serves as something that is really more for journalists to read and then decide if they want to cover it. And if so, it has a media contact in there. Yeah. Um, it has, uh, you know, hopefully all the information that they need to write what they need or at least get started and they can contact you. Um, again, there's media contact usually at the bottom of these PRs. And uh, I mean, that's that's kind of how that works. Um, yeah. And you can just be, you can be distrib distributed on really big websites, especially depending what kind of reach 
your platform has that you're utilizing. I mean, you can be on, you know, Yahoo News or Yahoo Finance, Forbes, Politico. It really depends on like what you're also utilizing for your distribution and how you're categorizing that and where you're purchasing distribution for it can be, you know, national, global, you can pick certain places to really target. Um, depending again, which platform you're utilizing, there's a wealth of opportunity to have various placements on very big name publications, but you know, it, it does, it, it can show up in Google search, but it's not super effective if you're looking at building your SEO. Yeah. I mean, in a minute, let's go into, we'll do a breakdown of each of these three options and how they work as far as SEO, because that is typically a big component of, of a PR strategy. Right. Um, but let's first go into um, organic coverage, which again, like I was saying, issuing a PR wire is often the first step in organic coverage, but it's not the full, it's not the full picture. Organic coverage is what most people think of when they think of PR. They, they think like, oh, uh, whatever, this company is going to write about us. They're going to reach out. They're going to get the information I want. And they're going to somehow plug us into like a story they're working on um, or just they're going to think that what we're doing is significant enough to warrant coverage we're not going to pay them to write about us mm-hmm. and then it's, it's it has gonna... to be newsworthy essentially yeah it has to be yeah that, yeah exactly um and on top of that you need typically an agency or a really talented communications person to convince the journalists or the media that it's newsworthy mm-hmm. as far as expenses go this is something that sometimes people have difficulty wrapping their mind around I have always found that organic, because we obviously do a little bit of everything in the in the crypto world. Um, on the agency side of things, we do you know paid PR, we do issue wires, and we do organic coverage. Um, organic coverage, when you break it out, is typically the least expensive. Like you'll pay a, a pretty big retainer typically to a PR agency, but on a per publication basis and the reach of the publication, um, organic coverage tends to work out in the favor of of the company on a cost basis. I would agree, especially for long-term efforts too. Like you're really built, like you're really building relationships with the different journalists that you're reaching out to building trust with them that you have, you know, not even just newsworthy stuff, but trustworthy newsworthy stuff, um, that they can, you know, then distribute to their audiences. Yeah. It's very, it's much more sustainable than the other two options. The other two yeah. options you pay every single time. Yep. Uh, and organic coverage can kind of compound on itself. When one journalist picks it up, other journalists tend to take note of that and then pay a little bit closer attention. Especially mm-hmm. depending who breaks the story, for sure. Yeah, but it will. It does typically take longer, too. Like most PR agencies will take three to four weeks before you're seeing the first hit. Sometimes even three months. It, it truly depends. You know, there's some people who have really incredible products that especially fit, you know, PR like is also very much about timing. You can work with, you can work with a client to better craft certain stories or even like, you know, create things. Like I know, um, a lot of people's strategy is create media first. And so they'll literally create products or aspects of their build out aspects of their business that are media friendly and will be story worthy. And, um, that's, you know, a, a really big thing. It's not always just what do you have currently? It's, Hey, what can we build to better, you know, put this thing in front of the media. And then also just good products always speak for themselves. It's, it's not hard to craft a story around things that are relevant and timely and, uh, fit something that people like, you know, there's certain 
places and things that don't grow until like years later. And it gets huge coverage just because of everything that's been built over time. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's go into like the SEO implications of each of these three different strategies. PR wires, people will kind of uh, discuss the SEO of PRs issued via wires in, in two different contexts. The first is they'll say, oh, it doesn't really have much SEO juice because these these links are published with you know no follow links and um because of that you're really not going to get much of a, a hit that is true in a sense that it's not going to necessarily improve like the domain authority of your website just by issuing it but seo again is much more than just having a strong domain profile it's it's when people type in your website they see the content you want them to see um these these PRs issued via the wires get distributed to hundreds of websites, sometimes thousands of websites yeah. to the point where when someone types in your brand, they will see the PRs in the absence exactly. of anything else. Yep. Um, so it might not necessarily be SEO that's going to bring people organically to your website, but it is to your content, which then leads to your website. Exactly. And it's just another touch point. You know, a lot of people, again, like it's, it's all like all of this is for building trust with both your audience and the media and so it adds an extra layer of trust, even if it's something that's paid for on, on Yahoo Finance. Like a lot of people, A, don't even realize that. And B, um, it, you know, it, it's still some place where your name is backed up by a major publication. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of, I always forget that because I look at ads all day and marketing all day. And I forget that some people really are like ad blind. They don't realize if they're looking at an ad. Oh, Yeah. We're, we're going to have to do a whole other episode on that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true because I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I'm an SEO guy. I love SEO. And then I always forget that, like, you can just pay also to rank for certain keywords. And like, in my mind, it's like, oh, that's not as cool of a, as a, a goal because it's, you know, it's, it's easier and whatever. And people will realize it's an ad. And I forget some people just don't even realize it's an ad. Nope. Um, all right, cool. So SEO in the context of PRs issued on websites, um, like paid placements on websites. Uh, most of the time, most websites, at least in the industry that we're in, which is crypto, uh, will include like two to four backlinks in their paid releases. So that does have some, you know, link juice that gets passed from a website onto, you know, your site. It's, you know, it's only one place where the content exists rather than being syndicated to thousands of websites. Uh, but right. it will it, it will boost your domain authority uh, with mm -hmm. enough of those things. Um, and then organic coverage. So organic coverage is like a little bit of like a wild card when it comes to SEO because nothing's guaranteed in the world of organic coverage. It's at the end of the day up to the, your publicist to pitch and then get you coverage. But typically when you do get coverage via like an earned media team, uh, it is do follow backlinks and it is from mm -hmm. very authoritative websites. So it, it, yep. could, it could have significant SEO implications. God, I can't speak today. Uh, if done right. So there is, there's like a, there's like a range of, um, of SEO implications to these different PR strategies. Yeah. Um, completely having a referral program too. like, if, you know, if your product fits for that, a lot of publications look for uh, referral programs to work with because like you have to think about, you know, the nitty gritty here when you're working with media, when you're working with journalists, when you're working with publications, um, you have to really think about, you know, what are they after too? Like they're after clicks. They need to bring in ad, you know, they need to bring in clicks. They need to like also sell their own advertising and stuff because 
these publications are at the end of the day a business. And so I have noticed too, a lot of people really gravitate toward places with referral programs. Um, if you have certain products that fit that need, um, because then they can get like a, a little bit of a kickback from that as well. And it's not like murky black hat SEO. It's, you know, something that's, that's still kosher to do. Um, hundred percent. So think about their needs as well, because also like the, these publications have needs too. They, a lot of them need money. They're, it's like, you know, historically known that publications are like kind of a dying breed. And so anything that you can do to kind of be like, Hey, you know, this is something that can really help boost you as well. There's always, you know, a, a little bit of like a, let's scratch each other's back situation. Anything that, you know, obviously on the earned media side of things, a lot of it is taking dry information and kind of massaging it in a way that journalists like. Is there any tips that you can give us on like what, what type of content journalists typically look for and how companies can put their best foot forward and, and get journalists to cover them? Absolutely. Uh, as always, know your audience. Like if you're going to have just a gigantic list of journalists that you're spamming stuff to, that is the biggest way to get yourself blacklisted. Don't just contact random people. It, it's not going to work out for you. Really take the time to research, you know, as many people on a list as possible, build a really cohesive list of people to pitch to that, you know, are already interested in that topic and have covered that topic before because journalists put a ton of time into, you know, their job. They spend tons of time writing, researching. And when you go and read their article and say, Hey, like this could be a great fit for something that I, I represent that goes a, a long, long way. You know, a lot of people don't read their work. They're just like, here, cover this thing. You've showed up, you know, in a bulk search for this. And that's just not going to be the way to grab someone's attention. It's really the foundational level of building relationships, building trust, and, you know, getting to know someone and saying, hey, like, you're a great writer. I think that this would be a really good fit for anything you might be working on, um, you know, would love to talk more. And I think that approach is really uh, undervalued. I think a lot of people just see uh, quantity over quality there. But, you know, if you're really like fostering a relationship with people who are, you know, big journalists in the game, a lot of people don't have singular homes anymore. A lot of, a lot of journalists are freelancers now. So you'll get someone who writes for three different publications. And if you have a really good relationship that you're genuinely building, it's not just one hit, then it could be three, four, whatever, and they're going to move on and, and write somewhere else. Because a lot of these places also are owned by, you know, like, the same six gigantic companies. And so you have a lot of overlap in that space where you can utilize that, but you both can utilize that to your advantage. So I, I really think that building a foundational relationship with people where you can give them trustworthy news and information is, is honestly going to be the biggest thing that gets you the longest way. Yeah. The, the two main ways of doing it are either going and, you know, having someone on your team create those relationships, which is slow, but impactful and mm -hmm. much more sustainable. Or if you are in a rush and you want to kind of cut through the noise quickly and make sure that you can get, you know, coverage from top companies, 
um, going through an agency like yeah. you know, us or, or any of our competitors. Yeah. And it's important to also, sorry, um, be honest with like what you're releasing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, well, like every journalist will cover this. When in reality, like there's very few things that every journalist will cover. <laughs> so <laughs> making sure that you really do um, like, you know, have well set expectations internally too with what's going to receive potentially what level of coverage that's important as well. Like you're not going to get front page New York times coverage for a lot of, you know, your everyday projects. Like that's something that's special that has to be really massaged. There's stories that are worked on for, you know, months that hit like New York times and stuff. But again, also that timing, like it's up to your PR person to know with organic, like how to hit that timing, how to stay on top of trends, like know what's relevant and act really quickly um, because, you know, there's a lot of things that can then be like just thrown into the conversation that might, might be relevant, whether it's like your leadership team having a quote on some big news that happened. Um, it doesn't also always have to be product-based. There's like leadership, uh, you know, PRs that can go out about whoever is at your company and might, might be a bigger name. There's so many different ways to approach it. That might also be its own podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think it is. I like that. We should put a note in that for the, for the next one. Let's do a quick breakdown before we wrap this up on these three different options as far as speed goes, as far as cost goes, and as far as SEO goes. Mm -hmm. um, so speed. Um, issuing a PR wire is super fast. So is issuing a paid release on a site. Um, so those, as far as speed goes, are super fast. Um, you know, you can get things done within a matter of days, typically. Yeah, for the wires in crypto, though, definitely be a little mindful of just making sure you're getting it done at least a week or two ahead of time. It takes like with crypto, there is still censorship. And with all of like, you know, the Litecoin Walmart thing, that was huge. Um, there's a lot of, of wires now that are like, we need to make sure on our end that that doesn't happen anymore. And so yeah, there are certain permissions that have to take place before you can issue a wire, especially on these larger distributions, because they need to make sure that they are protected as well and aren't, you know, reamed out or like financially reamed out for um, allowing fake wires or, you know, scam wires or fraudulent wires to, to hit their distribution list. Yeah, good point. So maybe I'll, I'll change my answer from a couple of days to about a week for, for yeah. things like that. Um, organic coverage is the slowest. You know, I, I said three to four weeks, you said three months. Um, it ranges all over the place depending on the agency and the relationships. And even mm -hmm. the same agency will get different lead times depending on the newsworthiness of, of coverage. Um, so speed organic coverage is going to be the slowest, but most sustainable. Um, as far as costs go, um, PR wires and Press releases issued directly on sites, relatively inexpensive. You'll pay per um, issuance of the release. Mm -hmm. Can be around like 100, 200 to like a grand, two grand. It really depends on how many words. Are you using logos, images? What's your distribution level? Um, typically, I see the, you know, a good sweet spot is like 800 to a grand. You get solid distribution. You can include, you know, a little bit more words. Um, you can have typically like a logo or some kind of image. Uh, but if you do want to pay those lower price points, you can do that. You you just may not get um, 
a wider distribution or as many options. Yeah. And, and then as far as organic coverage goes, more expensive, like initially, because you're paying an agency, a retainer, or you're paying someone on your team to go and actually build relationships and you're paying that salary. Um, so a little bit more expensive upfront as far as like, you won't see the results immediately in week one. Um, but when you break it out and look over a longer timeline, it's in my experience, significantly less expensive. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, you can get one hit, like you can get one hit down the road that covers all those costs. Like that's the, I don't want to say gamble, but you know, sometimes it is a, you know, a little bit and you have to make sure the person you're working with is also the right person for your team, et cetera. Um, but like that one hit, you know, what if it is that, that New York times cover, what if it is, you know, something really high in the Alexa ranking that you're going to get insane value out of, because like that will amplify your website's authority. It puts you in front of huge audiences and you can start to measure that impact. And so, you know, that, that can be exponentially huge after a certain period of time. Yeah. And then the last point, SEO. So PR is issued on the wire. They're, they're not going to improve your domain authority, most likely, unless it gets picked up somewhere else. But it will show up in search results. So there is some, some value there. Um, a PR on a crypto website or any industry website uh, typically comes with some do follow backlinks, um, which does have some SEO juice to it. And then organic coverage could be huge, especially if you're getting covered by, by a lot of organizations and authoritative organizations. So they all have somewhat of a, of a, an SEO bonus, but, um, different levels and different styles. I think that's uh, all I got. Why don't we wrap this one up? Um, if you're not already subscribed to us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, uh, hit the like button, all that good stuff, leave a comment. Uh, and then we will catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.